Welcome to Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. Are you hungry to hear more about our beautiful Savior Jesus? Well, the Bible declares that grace and peace are multiplied to us in the knowledge of Jesus. Join me for revelatory teaching, interviews with leaders in the body of Christ, and testimonies of God's goodness in your life. Thanks for joining the conversation to reveal more of Jesus to a hurting world today. Hey everybody, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. I am your host, Christina, and I'm so happy to have you with me here today. I hope and I pray that you are doing well right where you are and enjoying the continuously flowing favor of grace pouring from our beautiful Savior and Father in Heaven. I've got a great show for you today. Recently, I had the privilege of sitting down with minister, author, and podcast host of the Jamie Luce podcast, Jamie Luce, and uh, we had this great conversation about fostering unity among the family of God. You know, I'm so thankful that the Lord Jesus The scripture says that he sets the lonely and families, and I don't know about you, but I have been so grateful to have the body of Christ as my brothers, sisters, mothers, fathers, friends, uncles, whatever you name it, and uh, I'm so deeply thankful, and this episode is going to help you foster more unity right where you are, where you are plugged in already. So be sure to listen in for some encouraging words from Jamie and a powerful prayer in the end. But before we get started, I want to give a quick shout out to our Christina Prayer Ministry sponsors who help support the mission to unite the body of Christ and fulfill the Great Commission with love. A big shout out to Gopher Ministries who provides all of our equipment for our gospel events Davis Financial Services, who does all of our financial accounting, Harvest Family Network, through which I am licensed and ordained, and Life Changing Productions, who helps put together evangelistic events to reach our city for Jesus. If you or your organization are interested in becoming a CPM sponsor, you can find out more information on our website at ChristinaPereira.org. Do you have a loved one's special occasion coming up and don't know what to get them? Well, now you can sponsor an episode of Revealing Jesus in their name. And you can give them a special dedication message read on air. It makes a great gift. To find out more information, just go to christinaperreira.org slash podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by Plexus Living Free. It's hard to be and do all that God has called us to do, world changers, light of the world, when you don't feel your best. Most of the health issues that we deal with today have the same roots of poor gut health, blood sugar imbalance, and inflammation. But you can address those issues with Plexus plant-based products. You guys, I have to tell you, I have been on the Plexus 
bandwagon for the last two months and I'm so thankful. I've noticed some big changes in my body. I have so much more energy than I used to and I'm sleeping better and a lot has changed. I'm really thankful for that. If you're encountering issues with weight gain and blood sugar imbalance and things like that, I would highly recommend you check out the Plexus products. And I'm so thankful if you click on the link I've provided in the show notes, you can receive 10% off your welcome package and free VIP membership. It's a health assessment quiz, and once you tell them what you need, they'll recommend uh, the right products to fit you best. So thanks so much for being a Revealing Jesus listener. I've got a great resource for you guys today. I've got an amazing book called Chosen, Appointed for Favor, Destined for Greatness by Michelle McLean Walters. And right now it's on sale through Charisma. This book will help show you how you can live in the fullness of your identity as God's chosen ones. I know this powerful resource is going to equip you guys to help fulfill your God-given destiny. We need each and every one of us declaring the goodness of God in this hour, and I'm so excited to bring this to you guys. And as always, when you when you purchase our resources, you help support Revealing Jesus, and I'm so thankful for that. Without further ado, let's listen in on my conversation with Jamie Luce. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode of Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. I am your host, Christina, and I'm so excited to have you with me here today. I hope and I pray that you are doing well right where you are and enjoying the continuously flowing favor of grace pouring from our beautiful Savior and Father in heaven. I've got a great show for you today. I have an amazing leader in the body of Christ with me. She is one of my fellow CPN podcast hosts. She is an author and founder of Jamie Luce Ministries. Jamie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here with you today, Christina. Oh, well, it's an honor and pleasure. Um, I've just, I've loved uh, getting to connect with all of my uh, fellow podcast hosts and all of the amazing people in the body of Christ, just laying their lives down for Jesus. And it's such an honor to have you with me. Thank you. You know, it, I feel the same way. It, the Lord knows how to set us, as we were praying earlier, set us in the body as he wills. And we get to make these connections and find one another. So this is a real joy for me today. Absolutely. Well, you know, I've told our listeners a lot about you. Is there something that you can share with them? Maybe something personal just to help them get to know you? Well, I'm, I just um, watched a book. So I'm kind of in the exhale moment because <laughs> nice. I just work at that. Um, but what's kind of been a fun transitional new thing for me is I'm basically an empty nester. I do have one at home, but he's grown. He's just not married yet. So he hasn't flown the coop. <laughs> but aside from that, he takes care of himself. So my husband and I, for the first time in many, many, many years, have been able to take some little trips here and there and just spend some new time together and, and kind of reconnect as just us. And so my, I love the old movie. So this is a little tidbit. I love the old movie um, that 
well, it was done by several people, but Tombstone, um, and it's just an old cowboy movie, but one of the lines at the very end is about them loving room service. So that's my new little joke with my husband. When he takes me away, it's like, I love to just go to the hotel and get some room service. <laughs> that way I don't have to do any cleanup and do anything. So that's kind of my little venture right now. I'm, I'm enjoying this little bit of taking a breather. So, <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, you are giving me hope because I have a seven-year-old at home and, you know, she's not grown and she's still very dependent. Although we were, we are working on independence. So the whole, you know, if you need a drink, you can go get a drink, love, you know, where it's yes. at. Yes. <laughs> I don't withhold liquids from you. <laughs> Mommy's still a good mommy, but you can go do it yourself. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> so I am dreaming of the day where I can get to the point and have room service. That sounds amazing. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm trying to wrap my brain around that right now. <laughs> well, trust me, I have four children and I have three grandchildren and a fourth on the way. So I do know what that is to work continuously nonstop. I said, moms are the only people that their job and many of them have more than that job, but right. it never stops. It's 24 seven, even on vacation. So unless you can get some quiet time to yourself, it, it's really rare, few and far between. So I will be praying for you, Christina. Thank you. <laughs> strength and endurance. That's right. And I'm rejoicing with you. <laughs> Enjoy it. Thank Live it you. up, man. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so good. Well, I love that we were praying earlier and I, I, you know, I felt the Holy spirit, you know, hit my heart when you said that, uh, the unity in the body of Christ. And I, I felt like that would be a, an amazing topic to talk about today. Sure. Um, just how we can each pour into each other and just encourage one another, even in, even though we're in different seasons, mm -hmm. you know, can you talk about that a little bit about your experience and, you know, uh, having the body of Christ pour into you and how that's yeah. been for you. Sure. You know, I had, I'm fortunate enough and I, and I, I understood this at a very young age and I remember thanking the Lord for it one night in my bed, I was probably about eight years old, but I was raised in a Christian home and very loving parents. I had a very, um, in a good way, a very uneventful childhood, just a fun, relaxed childhood. And, mm -hmm. um, my father, was um, uh, he sang in a quartet. So we got the fun of getting on a bus. And you know, we were the Christian version of little rock band and, and we would travel around on that bus with him a lot and have that fun. And then my mom has always been a Bible teacher my whole life. Mm. And so I, I really had a rich heritage and I understood somehow, and I don't even know how the Lord had my little mind know it and wrap around that, but I understood that he had set me in a family. And I remember praying that. And that first understanding body connection really started for me very young. Mm -hmm. And I heard a message not too long ago. And the example they gave just really burned in my memory. And, and I like to share this because I think that it will help people understand when Paul talks so much about the body of Christ and how we fit together and, and what that looks like, our, you know, we have, let's use the example of a wrist. I have a wrist and that wrist is very important because that wrist enables my hand and my arm to do what they're able to do together. Mm -hmm. And without that wrist, I would have no functionality with my hand, my fingers. However, if you took that same wrist and tried to attach it to my ear, 
it would do absolutely no good. Mm. I, I would lose function for both <laughs> because one right. would away and I would have no ability where I'm supposed to have it. And so the body of Christ being knit together, I mean, I love that term anyway. I'm not a knitter, but my grandmother did knit. And I would sit and watch her intricately do these little patterns of, of taking the yarn and wrapping it around the needle and tucking it in a certain way and, and having almost a, there is definitely a rhythm, otherwise parts will be larger or smaller and you have to really know what you're doing when you knit something together. And so when God says that he knit us together, to me, that's the beauty of when we come across people and we just think it's, it's happenstance. We're just, mm. you know, it's just, a, it's just by chance that I met this person and we don't recognize that God is at work and he mm. is knitting us. He is, he is with such rhythm and beauty tying together and placing together people for a purpose. Mm -hmm. and, and that purpose might be um, to encourage one or the other. It might be to strengthen. It might be for work. It might be for, for fun and pleasure. I think of, I ran into someone once and they ended up telling me about, and the, it, I thought again, it's just random. They didn't know that I was trying to think of something to plan for a birthday for someone. And hearing that conversation sparked the idea of what I could do. And, and we take these little things as nothing. And, and yet God is the great tapestry maker mm -hmm. and he's, you know, making such a beautiful thing for us. If we'll recognize his handiwork and it comes so much by us making those connections, that unity is not just because I think we, we tend to take unity or the definition of unity and make that, that we agree about everything. And that's not what unity is. Yeah. Unity is that I love you with the love of the Lord and I will come into contact with you. And what's the purpose that God has for us? And we do that together in unity. We may not think the same about many things. We may not have the same background. We may not have the same experience. Um, you know, in, in my life, a little personal thing um, where I really met the Lord <laughs> for myself, uh, you know, you can have, you can be raised in a Christian home and you can know and have a lot of head knowledge about the Lord and you can love him. I mean, you can know that he's good and that you recognize that he's been a big part of your life. But when you run into issues that you need God, it changes everything. It, it changes oh, yeah. relationships so much. And I, I ended up in a situation where I was a single mother with two children and I was young still, and, and it was terrifying. I, and my need for a provider and for a covering and for strength and encouragement was just massive. I mean, it was overwhelming, to, to mm -hmm. be quite honest, just overwhelming. Yeah. And yet it was the goodness of God to show up and show me who he was at that time by connecting me in the right body of Christ with the right people to bring friendship around me during that time mm -hmm. with, with those, in, a, a pastor who didn't hold whatever mistakes I had made in my life or what had happened to me against me, who loved me was in my corner, him and both his wife, and then rejoiced with me when I found the man who I've now been married to for 28 years, they were a part of all that and, and got to be a part of the story. It's that 
it's that interweaving of all of those things that God does to bring us together. And I just, that is who God is. He, mm -hmm. he is, he's, you know, the scripture says that he sets the, the solitary into families. Yes. And his heart is to bring us together. His heart is to watch us be one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, Jesus's last real prayer before ascending to the father, make them one as you and I are one, that yeah. that his heart, that we would love one another. That's how we're known. That's how Amen. he knows that people know that we belong to him is that we love one another. We care for one another. We, we make sure that the needs around us are met to the best that we can. You know, mm -hmm. we, we don't simply say, um, you know, I'm praying for you, be well, go on your way. Right. <laughs> <laughs> see if There's something that can I do something? Can I be a part? Can I help in some way? Yeah. And in doing that, we then feel the love and the presence of the Lord, not just the love of those friendships, but we feel God. It, it really makes him manifest for us and that we can see his character, who he is. He's just Absolutely. so precious. <laughs> Absolutely. I love that. Well, you know, my, my experience kind of growing up and I grew up in a Christian home, but there was really not a lot of Christian about it other than the fact that we went to church mm -hmm. and, um, you know, God was my family. He, he really was. Even from a young age, I was saved at the age of seven and I had this incredibly prophetic relationship with God. And he was, he was the father I talked to all night long. And, uh, you know, I'm so thankful because what I didn't have in my earthly family, he has brought to me in the body of Christ. I have the most amazing spiritual mothers and fathers. I have, I, I have such incredible brothers and sisters. I really do. And yeah. for me, it's never been, it's never been a church thing. It's never been a denomination thing. It's been a family thing. And, um, you know, I always tell people the agenda of heaven is always together. Yes. It's always together. And, you know, I just really believe, and it, you know, for those of you who follow my ministry, we, we do events and things where we bring the body of Christ together so that we can reach others. And we can demonstrate our love to others and our love for God and our, 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 our love just in general. And um, I really do believe that he has set such power in the body of Christ. And if we could only see it, and we already are one, you know, right. I love that Jesus says that, uh, like, just like you prayed his uh, great high priestly prayer, but uh, um, the apostle Paul says, uh, there's now neither slave nor free Jew nor Greek male nor female. You know, mm -hmm. we are all one in Christ Jesus. And that's exactly it. And, and just like we talked about when we started this conversation, you know, it's bearing with one another's burdens and mm -hmm. rejoicing in the good and praying for the hard, you know, yes. and just like you said, really, really getting down in the, the nitty gritty of life with one another. Mm -hmm saying, where, where do you need help? Just like you talked about, um, you know, it's not just, oh, can I pray? But it's, I can, can I pray? But what can I do? You know, how can I encourage you? How can I help? How can I, how can I spur you on? That's one of the biggest things I've seen in the body of Christ is just, we really need to come to the place where we spur one another on and we stop competing. Have you yes. seen that? Yes. You know, I was watching an interview last night on a Christian television network um, with 
uh, Lisa Levere, and she was being interviewed, mm. and, and they asked her a question about how did she handle as they came to a place of leadership and prominence, the the worry of comparison, mm. and she chuckled at first because she's you know she's a little older, she's in her fifties. And um, she said, you know, I didn't grow up with a cell phone, <laughs> so it, it was easier for her because she wasn't part of that generation that just continually has strangers before them. Mm-hmm. And, and we really have to be careful that, that as the body of Christ, that we don't fall into the world's traps, that we are not conformed to the world mm-hmm. and that we can be the example that, that in the, in the desire to do for God, I think the trap is a little bit different for Christians, at least those who are in ministry of some sort. You're, you're trying to do something for the Lord. You know he's given you a message. And he, you know that he wants you to get that message out. But the trap we can fall into then is how do I do that? And I start looking at what other people are doing. And in the mix, in the midst of trying to learn and grow, which is a good thing and and figure out how to do what God's called you to do. We can, we can get down on ourselves and begin to think, but I can't do it like that person, or, or I don't have that. And they have this. And, and, and we can start to compare even amongst the really good things that we're trying to do and look for Mm -hmm. instead of understanding that he made us as a body with different parts so that the whole thing will work the way it's supposed to work. And that if I will just not worry about what I can and can't do and just say, Lord, help me just to do what you're asking me to do. If you've asked me to do it, then I'm equipped to do what you've asked me to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm supposed to do it in the way I do it because there's somebody who I will touch that needs to hear this. And those people are touching those people that they are called to touch but they're not reaching everyone. And I have to be, I have to reach the ones he's called me to reach. Mm-hmm. So we, we have to be careful to not fall into the world's trap, but to also realize, wow, what a beautiful thing that he's done making us all so different mm-hmm. that we do have individual fingerprints for a reason <laughs> that he did individually. I knit you in your mother's womb. I, mm-hmm. I you before you were even there <laughs> you know it's that we are the idea of God we were his idea and when you realize you're his idea then you have a hard time looking down on yourself because mm-hmm. you don't think God has a bad idea <laughs> it's God's idea he made me this way he's given me gifts and talents to be used in conjunction with those around me because I'll have a strength that they don't have, and they'll have a strength that I don't have. And when we do this together, wow, you know, it's the threefold cord that's not easily broken. Mm-hmm. It's us two and the Lord, whatever, whatever that us two is, whoever is needing agreement, whoever comes to us and we take their hands or, or mm-hmm. over the phone and we come into agreement, but we've got the Lord. So mm-hmm. we know we have the strength that we need by coming together that that is our power to be in you is our power. I, I think of the, the, the disciples that Jesus never sent them out alone. He mm-hmm. sent them out two by two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> find someone to, to agree with, find someone to be in unity with, find someone where your power can come together and you can go and effectively change. And, and this is what we do even with podcasting. It might be one person behind a microphone 
but they're talking with someone else or they're, uh, whether it's an interview or it's the audience member and the two are coming together. I, I know that it can seem in one instance, like it's so far away because we're not in the room together. But when you sense the Holy Spirit speaking to you, you know you're all together. You can feel that unity come into bond. You, you, you come into a bond in, mm -hmm. with the Holy Spirit and with one another. And it produces what God's intent was, whether that's strength or power or provision or encouragement or, you know, whatever, correction even, whatever we might need, that's provided. Amen. When we'll do it the way that God tells us, what he lays out for us, we're guaranteed the results that he's faithful to provide. That's why he's given us those instructions. Yeah, I love that so much. I, I think so, so much of that is accurate. You know, we are, when we are learning and we're going with God, it's so easy to fall into that comparison trap. And we have to realize one, one, one place that I had to, I had to really watch myself is just saying, okay, this is as good as I can do it. <laughs> you know, this is, I'm going to do it with what I have, even if it doesn't look like such and such person, you know, right. even if it's not as polished or not as this or not as that or whatever, but this is what I can do. This is this little portion, you know, that I can do with the Lord, with the resources he's given me and, yes. and it's enough, it's enough. Yes. And, you know, the, one of the biggest things I've realized is that, you know, God really does dream in people. You know, yes. he, he doesn't always dream in um, policies or procedures or uh, mm -hmm. things like that. But he he creates God created solutions in the form of people. And yes. um, he endows each and every one of us with gifts and talents, personalities uh, that we can reach those who we will reach. And, you know, one of the ways that I've tried to combat that comparison in my own life is to simply give thanks for what he's doing in the life of another. And I find yeah. that if I can do that, you know, and really rejoice that the body of Christ is prospering and in the life of this other person. Um, yeah. And it, it just kind of keeps my heart in the right place, you know, and just knowing that, um, a lot of times I've seen like, just like how you mentioned how we can't be conformed to this world's ways of thinking. We have to let go of that scarcity mindset where if yes. this person is being blessed, that means I can't still be blessed. Well, guess what? God's grace and his blessings are like a waterfall. And let me tell you something. Yes. He doesn't know when to stop. So <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. He's abundant, overflowing. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> and so if we can just wrap our heads around that and just realize that there is no scarcity in the kingdom. And that just because yes. your brother or sister's being radically blessed, it, it means that it means that you can be just as radically blessed like them, because Absolutely. guess what? None of us deserve it. <laughs> That's right. Absolutely. You know, it makes me think of the children of Israel here. God has this God, this God, plan and dream, like you said, through people, through Abraham, mm -hmm. that I'm going to birth a nation. And they go through all the, the makings of becoming a nation through Isaac, through Jacob, through his sons, through Egypt, they come out of Egypt, they, they're in the desert, they're, they're 40 years of wandering. I mean, the, 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 
the whole plan was to get them to this promised land and be this blessed multiplied people. And when it comes time to take hold of their inheritance, God specifically has Moses lay out for them that neither one had to worry. They each had their own borders. They each had enough for them that whatever they needed, because each part of that group, I'm going to use that as an example, like the body, they each had a different calling. So the Levites had their call to handle with the taking care of the temple or the tabernacle and all of its pieces and parts and, and whatever things had to be done aside from what the job of the very high priest was to go into the Holy of Holies. But even in that, when you're reading scripture, not only did he have a job for each one to do, they were on like a rotation so that not one person was wore out and not mm -hmm. one person had to bear the brunt of everything. Amen. And it, it would have times and seasons. And it just is a beautiful picture of what God does with us, that whether he's using a brother or sister right now, that's their time for whatever purpose that he has for them to be in service to him. And yet your time will come too. And there isn't a lack of what needs to be done there isn't a lack of his provision. He owns it all. Everything that there is, he has. I, I have a, a friend who had been on the mission field over and over again. And one of the times they were going, the budget to get them all there was so small. It was a, it was a decent sized group that went. And they were all still fairly young. Cell phones were brand new to the, <laughs> to the world at large. And my friend happened to have the faith for a phone. She just thought being this far away, I really need to have a cell phone to be yeah. able to do what I need to do effectively. And so she began praying and the Lord provided a phone for her. Mm -hmm. And she did run up against the, just the immaturity and the, the lack of understanding really of the other members who felt like, well, you got one and I didn't, that's not fair. Mm -hmm. And instead she said to them exactly what you just said. Well, if you need one, just ask for one. I asked for one, <laughs> you know, just, that's just right. Father, just ask him. He does. He's not holding out on you. I just happened to ask. So he, right. he gave to me what I needed and, and we can get kind of caught up in that. And, and that is a part of that comparison thing. And mm -hmm. instead of understanding that he is no respecter of persons, you quoted the scripture mm -hmm. that Paul says, you know, they're in yep. God's eye. We are all the same. We are one. We're his children. I have, like I said, four children and, and plenty of grandchildren. And I don't want to give one thing to some, you know, an ice cream to one. And I say, no, the rest of you, you just can't have ice cream. This one's right. my favorite. Right. I'm only giving this one ice cream. I would be horrible. It would. Like, and no, yet we order them all. Does anybody else want an ice cream? We're passing out ice cream. I know, right? And so, and, you know, in the Bible says is that if we being evil know how to give good gifts to our children, how much more your heavenly father who is perfect, give good yeah. gifts to those who ask. And the yeah. Bible says that we have not because we ask not. Yes. So, you know, I mean, we just got to start getting really good at asking and it's not selfish. You know, the right. Lord, when I first got baptized in the Holy Spirit, he really took me on a journey and, you know, we're always on a journey, right? But yeah. he really taught me how to ask for things spiritually and to just mm -hmm. receive so much because he has so much to give. 
Um, yes. you know, it was hard for me because because of how I grew up. I never wanted to ask for anything. I always felt like a burden. I was told I was a burden. I was told don't ever ask for anything. So mm. it was a real challenge for me. Mm. Um, but I've just learned in all of these years of asking, he's never withheld anything from me. Never. No anointing, no gift, no, you know, no moment with him, no revelation I've mm. ever asked for. He's never withheld it. And um if, if we just can ask, you know, I, it's, it's okay. It's okay to be, dare I even say it this way, a spiritual glutton, because you know what? We need to be spiritual gluttons. <laughs> we are bankrupt without him. Right. 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 Well, and, and he does help us to understand that because if you, if you picture a river, so many times we, we talk about the spirit of God being like a river. Mm-hmm. But a river has a place where there is some source that's pouring into it, mm-hmm. but it also has a place if it's a living river that it's pouring out of. And so we have to continually be asking because he's going to be continually asking of us to yes. be his hands extended, to be his feet, to, to show his love to wherever that might be. And, and to do that means we have to continually be poured in too. Yes. So I would be limiting God if I don't ask him. I'm limiting what I can do if I don't allow him to pour into me or to be my provider and give to me. I'm limiting. It, it's the picture of when Isaiah says, stretch out your uh, curtain, your tent curtains and, yeah, your and tent. strengthen your stakes and lengthen your cords. Yeah. You know, people don't understand what that, sometimes we just think of that as make me bigger. But what we don't realize is we're, we're enlarging our territory. We are expanding our capacity. And by doing that, when you think of a large tent, maybe even like the tent meetings that are, that are popping up all over now, Mm -hmm. um, or the ones of old, and those tents are so massive that it takes great strength and mighty stakes (laughs) and work to put a large tent up. So when we ask to be enlarged, it may be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It may take a lot of work and it, but it's, it's that process of being stretched and made bigger and fortifying and making our roots go down really deep that cause us to be that larger shelter, to have more capacity, to, to bring shelter to more people, to enable us to be more effective and do more. It, it really is the work of the Lord for us to allow him to, mm. to be poured into us, to make us bigger. And so it's not a selfish thing. And that's where we kind of get hung up on a wrong mindset. We think that, that somehow we are, like you said, a burden, like somehow that that's putting a demand on God. When he's saying, I want to do this because I have desire to, to be with you, to use you for my glory, to then bless you because you've been willing. It, it's part of his process. Yes. And it, it's the beauty of the way he gives, the generosity of who he is, the abundance of who he is, that there is no lack. There is no end. He's eternal. So you're, we're not going to tap him out. Amen. <laughs> he has more, whatever it is, he has more. He is more. <laughs> I, I love that so much. And I think you, you hit the nail on the head there. 
it's it's absolutely it's absolutely correct we're tearing down some mindsets some some disunity some jealousies some comparison some yeah. scarcity mindsets let's tear them down man <laughs> yeah, this <exactly>. quote <laughs> this quote came up on my heart that's a dl moody quote and i love it um it says the world has yet to see what god can do with and for and through and in by the man who is fully and wholly consecrated to him you know we mm-hmm. can't be uh, fully and wholly consecrated if we're not willing to be stretched and grown and do things that we have never done before. Just like how you are publishing your book, I am in the midst of stepping into some of those things too. And let me tell you, it is stretching and it's terrifying. And, um, and, you know, even the podcasting and the writing and the speaking and all of it, whenever I get up to speak, I just, I say, okay, God, you do it through me. I'm just yielding to you. That's it. You know, and the one thing I found is that he feels fully justified in asking us to do things that are so far beyond our comfort zone because he is so, yeah, he is so supremely confident in his ability to do it through you. Yes. And that's, you know, that's beautiful because that really is it. We think we're doing it in our humanity and we're simply yielding and he's doing it from his position of supernatural. I mean, it's just, it's his power working through us. It's him. It's it's, when we have yielded ourselves and we say, okay, we've now taken our personal element out of it. And we've said, I've made room Lord for you to now do what you want to do. Come on, do it. Amen. Let's do it. Come on. Holy. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. I love it. Well, this has been such a fun conversation. Is there anything burning on your heart that you'd like to say directly to our listeners today? You know, I, I just want people to know right now, no matter what you're facing, no matter how difficult it might seem, it won't always look like this. Hmm. It won't always feel like this. There are definitely times and seasons in the Lord. And that if you are in a season of battles that you know God has directed you in that direction, then you can actually rejoice. Because Mm -hmm. if you're in a season of battles, that means that you're in a season of taking your inheritance. Come on. God doesn't direct us to battles just for a fight, (laughs) just to wear us out, just to let us be beaten down and, and torn apart. What he's doing is saying, no, I've already determined that this is your inheritance. You're, I'm, I'm going before you. And if I'm before you, nothing can be against you. This weapon yeah. that's formed, it's not going to prosper. But I'm just telling you, let's go take some territory. Let's go do this. So even if it seems like there's battle after battle after battle, when you are walking in obedience to the Lord, just be encouraged. This is your season. You're not waiting for your season. You're in your season. You are actually taking territory and you will see the fruit of that labor come and manifest in a time of peace when you've taken all the territory he has for you to take. You're just, you're just in a place of abundance. You don't realize it yet, but that's what you are. So I just want to encourage people. This is not, we're not in a season, no matter what's happening in the world, no matter what's happening around us right now, no matter what it looks like when we're hand in hand 
like we talked about in unity with the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit, there's nothing we can't do and there's nothing he won't do for us. We Amen. will be victorious. We will be victorious. Amen. So good, Jamie. So good. I love it. I love it. Well, will you pray for our listeners before we go? Sure. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for every single person listening today. Lord, they have come seeking a drink of water from you, and you are pouring out liberally the refreshing that they have need of. Lord, I pray that you give them new vision, that they can see from your heavenly perspective what you're planning for them, what you're giving them, what you're providing them with, what they already have that they don't even recognize that they have, that you are on their side. You are for them and not against them, that you will do great and mighty wonders through them and for them, that all that they have need of today, there isn't one thing that they have need of today that you can't do something about it today. So Father, we give you everything into your hands. We say, thank you for being such a loving father. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for being our provision and our caretaker, our covering. Father, thank you for being our shelter, removing our shame, removing our sin, removing the hindrances from us and giving us the power to go in might in your precious son's name. We thank you for what you're doing. We thank you for the price that you've already paid. It is enough. You said it is finished. What you have done, it is enough. And because of that, we have enough. Thank you, God, for all you're doing in your precious name. Amen. 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 Well, this has been so much fun. (laughs) I agree. I agree. (laughs) Thank you so much for being here with me today. Well, I hope and I pray today's episode has blessed you and I will have links from today's podcast and resources in the show notes on cbnshows.com or wherever you get your podcasts under Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. There you'll find additional resources to connect with us and our special guest, Jamie Luce. Until next week, may grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of Jesus. God bless. Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode of Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. I hope today's episode has blessed you. Please subscribe, share it with your friends, and don't forget to sign up for our ministry mailing list for more encouraging content about our beautiful Savior, Jesus. Just text JESUS to 1-833-815-7778. That's 1-833-815-7778. 7778. And of course, it's your turn now to join the conversation. Send me your burning questions, leaders you would like to hear from in the body of Christ, your testimonies, and more. Just click join the conversation in the show notes. And for more information about our ministry, visit us at ChristinaPereira.org. Until next week, may grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of Jesus. God bless.